All right. Well, welcome to the webinar of May 21st. And I have a very special guest on today, which is the amazing, hardworking Ken Berenger, uh, with whom I've worked on these super cool new uh, business models that, were, were, that are just exploding on us. What is New Gold? And this is Thursday, May 21st. Well, what's going on here? Uh, the first thing that I need to tell you, of course, is the usual that what we discuss here contain forward-looking statements and the actual results, performance, et cetera, could differ materially. We won't be really talking about the, uh, the Regulation A and Regulation D offerings, but if I do, we'll get into the disclaimers. I had some uh, hot news that just came uh, about an hour before this meeting, and that is Modular Water Systems has generated some news. Now, these are verbal reports, so don't take them to the bank, but We've been working for months on a U.S. embassy wastewater treatment plant in a particular country, and the rep organization uh, has stated that it's been awarded. That's a nice little $250,000 deal. And also a particular city approved our bid for a pump station project, and that's a nice little $75,000 deal. Ken, you might not even have seen this yet. What we learned from this is that the hard work that Dan really has, ha has been investing in for a long time is starting to pay off. We're starting to get these millions of dollars of projects are filtering through. Remember that this is our conventional business and this is what we concluded is not a high growth business. It, it just kind of bumps along. It's solid, we call it a base load, but this is not how we're gonna save the world. We're gonna to get to that. But just to finish this thought, Dan Early now has really turned over the operating part of this PWT, of this modular water systems business and the team at Progressive Water, Mike Jenkins, Mark Stevens, uh, the whole team have the ball. Now, here's the other news. We are close to an agreement to bring Dan into Investor Water to manage it while still supporting PWT. So that's really great news. Now, um, what's going on in the world now? We have some very surprising news about what's happening in the world. U.S. mortgage applications are bounced back up. That's crazy. It really does seem like, like the, the, the economy is on the rebound. We see that in the stock market, but we also see it in the real world. That's a 30-day dramatic increase from a low of just, you know, the, what, what uh, 7 April, something like that. Same thing with the new business applications of the IRS. This is as percentage of 2019 level. So we're just back, almost back up to 100%. So this is, this is brilliant. This is great news. Now, Having said that, this is a very good cartoon that tells us the rest of the story. COVID-19 is being, you know, all the precautions are saving us, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we, the operation was successful, we lost the patient, right? And, and again, I'm not here to take a political position. I have friends on both sides of the aisle, and unfortunately, it has become politicized. We should be doing what is rational. But the truth is that we're really learning our, our, how, to, how to deal with this and this it's a fact that we have an economic crisis that's unrolling as the COVID-19 uh, pandemic seemingly starts to wane. And we have an interesting, here's the daily confirmed COVID-19 cases as of today. <clears throat> and we see the US has been trending down really since uh, early April. And that's interesting, isn't it? Because that's exactly when the mortgages and businesses started recovering. So. I think everyone was kind of in sync about that, but we see a little uptick there. And this is what's gonna bother the policymakers, which is, wait a minute, what about recurrences? This thing we're sure is going to, you know, come down, 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 
but they're worried that there's going to be waves. Now, why do these waves occur? I think that's really, really important. My friend Mark Emelfarb over at Dyadic has got the first approach, which is immunity. And it's really two major to topics in there. Vaccines on the one hand and herd immunity, as they call it, natural immunity on the other. Again, I'm not talking about whether these are effective or not or whatever. That's for people with a much higher pay grade than me. But that's the first major approach. And the second one is sanitation. Sanitation, I mean, of course, washing your hands, uh, masks, social distancing. But the big piece of it is water. Water quality directly affects viral. And I'm not just talking about coronavirus. I'm talking about a number of other things. For example, here's one that came, comes out of uh, septic tanks called the norovirus. It sickens one in 15 Americans annually, 70,000 hospitalizations. And this comes from our 26 million septic tanks. This is a direct relationship of water quality to human health of viruses of all kinds. This thing says human norovirus in groundwater remains infective after two months. And the, <laughs> the only reason they say it's at least 61 days is they ran out of money to go further. Who knows? It maybe lasts a year. They have no idea. But it was at least two months. More about uh, septic tanks, because that's, that's a major violator. Failing septic systems produce disease outbreaks, algae blooms, and ecosystem damage. There's, uh, for example, hormones and pharmaceutical compounds. You, those of you who are in Fire Island and New England, you know you got a problem, but it, believe me, it's not just you guys. It's the hormones and pharmaceutical compounds are everywhere. Same thing, parasitic diseases in rural, rural Alabama. In Ohio State Health Department estimates nearly one out of three septic systems is failing. And here's, a, here's an actual case study of what happens. This uh, restaurant had to shut down because, well, basically about 240 people got sick the, simply the restaurant septic, septic system failed and they hadn't, it wasn't on purpose. They'd done it right. But what happened here was the recovery. They did recover, but here's the bad news. Logged in, this, this restaurant had to spend a lot of money themselves. $60,000 for a, a small restaurant. At the top, you see adding sewers is expensive and uh, a lot of people don't want sewers because it leads to development. But the real issue is how do you fund things? So I'm gonna um, move into a couple uh, videos, very short videos, because we have a lot to talk about. Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, and um, what I'm gonna talk to you today about is the challenges of dealing with the funding of water projects. What we have here is your standard centralized water system. We've got a whole bunch of homes here that are being served by the energy plant. And then over here is the sewage plants. Now these sewage plants, they're very uh, efficient, right? They, they serve a lot of people, but the problem is, is that where are you gonna locate another one of these, right? There's no room here for another one of these sewage plants. So in a developed community, you can't really expand well. In this picture, what do we have? We have, a much smaller wastewater treatment plant. Why? Because there's treatment happening at different locations, right? Different locations are doing this water treatment and so forth. That's good because it offloads the burden of water treatment from that and that's how you expand because you can always put small plants here. This is a big office building. You recycle the gray water to uh, sprinkle the shrubbery. And here also you've got 
more of the same with the golf course and housing developments, agriculture, okay? These are great. These are great business models. The problem is, is big question, which is where is the money? There's no established way to finance these. And yet they are the only way that we can grow the water treatment market. So when we have investor water, what are we talking about? In this eventual marketplace, you have a series of water companies, right? Water, water, water. And over here, you have money. In the middle, you have projects that these guys and gals upload, right? And we have Origin Clear watching this and making sure that these are technologically good. And then we help bring the investors in, we help bring the water companies in, and now we have a marketplace, okay? And that's our vision. So that is the vision of Investor Water, is to create a place where everybody is going to be working together. And that is the future. Okay, and then I'll play this other one right away. How does sanitation work? And then also take me through how with water filtration system we could better utilize or essentially, I guess, become more efficient so we could utilize water in the best way possible. Sure. So uh, since 2016, we've been uh, really preaching what has come out of, of some very good research, which is there's a growth of water treatment at the edge, right? Like kind of like how mainframes became PCs, landlines became cell phones, you know, central uh, fossil fuels became solar panels. The whole migration to the edge um, makes a lot of sense. And in the case of water, it kind of had to happen. Why? Because there's been a, a degradation in water systems. So the big central plants that provide most of the water treatment in America, uh, literally the big plants do 85% of the work, have been falling behind. And you're not going to get more of those. There's just no room. Uh, there's no money. Even though we're throwing on trillions of dollars, we're not doing it yet for infrastructure. So these are orphans and really, you know, neglect because, again, people don't want to know about the details of sewage. Like, please spare me, right? But here's the thing. We had a 1918 flu uh, pandemic in the world that killed $50 million. We have a pandemic today, which is bad, but it's not going to kill 50 million people, right? Right. The difference is sanitation. If you look at uh, 1918, the, the, the virus incubated in the trenches, these horrible unsanitary trenches, and it went from there and it just exploded across the world. We'll never have that problem today, but we can do a better job against all viruses, not just Corona, if we continue to improve sanitation. So the way to do it is at the edge. But the problem is these edge players, like a brewery that wants to double its uh, capacity, can't get it done except that they pay for it themselves. They don't know how to pay for it. There's no easy financing. So these very heavy, difficult process. And we've lived that as a water company. We've lived through the multi-month process of getting these deals done. Eats up our margin. We're going to get old before this all gets done. And meanwhile, the world needs more sanitation. We think we found the solution. All right. So obviously we know what the solution is. I strongly recommend watching this. It's uh, on our website. It's also on the Origin Clear Facebook page.
And David Schumann is a very influential podcaster. He had a lot of influence this week. This was shot, uh, this was done on Tuesday. I think a lot of people noticed, and I think it's uh, good news. That is the videos for today. So I'm going to stop that. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about a little story because we're going to talk about when something is really worthwhile. Um, back in 19, uh, end, uh, end of 1995, I was at a company called Quarterdeck, which was a big public company. It was falling apart at the time. Uh, one of my coworkers, Subra Ayer, came to me. He was VP of Business Development, and he was told that um, somebody, the, the CEO of, of Quarterdeck said, you can have anything for free, one thing for free. And he comes to me and he says, Riggs, what should I get? And I was the director of strategic marketing at the time. And I say, take future systems. Future systems was the first screen sharing program out there. And I thought it was amazing. Well, he took it and created WebEx from it. And here's what's crazy. He asked me to be part of the founding team of WebEx, what became WebEx, uh, it was called Active Touch at the time. And he said, come on up to Sunnyvale. Well, I didn't want to go to Sunnyvale. <laughs> it was a, I, was a, I, had a, I had a baby and so forth. And so you go, wow, you know what? I could very well be one of those people that's just really, you are really annoyed about because they have way too much money. But fortunately, I'm not. And so <laughs> you don't have to be annoyed at me. But what I'm saying is there are these opportunities that come along. And it's important to recognize them. Because if you fail to take action on something, it will punish you forever because you didn't take action. Now, if you take action, the good news is that you can then always do something about it, correct it, do something different. So taking action is always better than not taking action. You know, I recently had experience investing in Zoom and now Zoom went up, Zoom went down, I got stopped out, whatever. It is what it is, but at least I was playing in Zoom. And I'm doing other things as a personal uh, investor. Of course, I'm invested in Origin Clear. Um, but, you know, uh, the truth is that if, you're not, if, you, if you don't play, then at least you're not going to regret things. So that's just my little sermon. And um, what, which brings me to what happened in January. So, Ken, yes. um, I, you're being very patient. Thank you. <laughs> but back in January, January, you and I were uh, very surprised to see um, what was happening um, as China locked down and we pred right. predicted a domino effect. Uh -huh. And we got to work on how to solve it. It really came down to money. At the end of the day, capital is going to be tough. You know, the mortgage market is going to come, come back up, but it's going to require very high down payments, for example, right? So money is going to be capital access is going to become the problem like it was in the last recession. So, um, so we pivoted into what eventually became investor water. And, um, and I just played you the video, you know how it works. It's, it's a marketplace. Well, recently we went ahead and looked at another marketplace that you guys have all heard about. And I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up right now. Pretty interesting. What it tells us, and I'm just uh, getting rid of a bunch of other windows. Let me uh, let me share this screen with you because I think you'll find it very very interesting. This is just this week we looked at this and we were pretty astonished. What you see here is the Airbnb funding rounds. Now this valuation of 35 billion is after they crashed, right? So at the at line 21 there you see private equity 
a billion dollars, April 20, 2020, that literally was last month when they had to be bailed out because of course everything shut down. But even at a, 35, uh, at a $35 billion valuation, which is low for them, let's take a look at line eight, uh, the series A, which is um, investor water. And again, don't compare Airbnb with investor water, literally. We think we're gonna be huge. I'm not representing we're gonna be 35 billion. I'm not, none of, none of this, I'm just talking about the power of marketplaces. The seed rounds that occurred, which were roughly, you know, uh, $650,000, $635,000, Origin Clear is basically done. This is what we've done to get into the investor water uh, business. And I'll give you an update about where we are at in terms of progress in a minute. So we, we really are at the Series A, and Airbnb raised $7.2 million, which bought Ashton Kutcher and a few other people about 10% of the company. And Ashton Kutcher and friends made. 49,900% on their money. And, and over nine years, they made 5,500% per year, per year. Now, the later, the later people have not done as well, but I'm sure they will. But remember, this, this is a company that crashed, which is why they're only getting 4% yield. But even a crashed company has made Sequoia and all these other guys very well off. And so that is the power of a marketplace financially. Now, why is a marketplace so powerful? Why is Uber and Zillow and Airbnb, Amazon, all these marketplaces, why are they so powerful? It's because you're taking a piece of the action. Right now, for example, the Securities Exchange Commission, the SEC, takes a tiny micro penny on every stock market transaction out there. Well, there's billions of them going on. As a result, the SEC is awash in money. They have eight times as much money as they need to operate with. Why? Because they're making money from a market. So if you take a little piece of action from every transaction, that's an amazingly efficient business model. Getting into this is where it's at. So, I mean, Ken, give me your thoughts about this because I don't want you to just be nodding throughout all this. Uh, it was the aha moment, right? Uh, so we're there in January. We're watching, you know, we're watching China and then and Europe be affected, and and we're kind of looking at each other, going, okay, even if this doesn't affect us, uh, what are we going to do? Sometimes, you know, moments of clarity come from you know real adversity, and and I think that's really what we experienced. So we said to ourselves, we've been pushing the same rock up the same hill. We've had all these amazing. Techno, you know, technologies and, 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 and products, yet we're still trying to operate for years now within this orthodoxy. Let's just, let's go around it. Let's just go, let's just literally go around the obstacle. I think what we've, did, what we've come up with, and it didn't start out this clean, it was just a, it was a spitball idea we, we, we went back and forth with. And then as we started to look at things like Airbnb, it kept validating that we were on the right track. We had to fix the problems that exist in the space in the space by completely going around the space. Okay, what we just assumed was we will have some of the best technologies out there now and for a while. We all we won't always have the best, but we want to participate in the solution regardless. So invite everyone, invite everyone to join, post everything online, and let people select what's right for them and make money. Regardless, like, like you look at things like Amazon. Amazon doesn't make a micro penny on every transaction, but it's a very, very modest amount. 
but because of the velocity of transactions. Amazon's the wealthiest property on earth. Well, we're starting out with investor water with a pretty healthy percentage. So while that may narrow over time, think about the fact that you've got a trillion dollar business right now that water industry treats about what, 10% rigs? It, uh, about 20% of the sewage and about uh, 30% of the industrial waste. Okay. So that leaves about very comfortable two thirds that you know you could you could literally increase the market by two or three fold. That's not going to happen. Trying to work within the confines that the water business has set out for us from from the 19th century. So we started thinking about if real estate were just this monolithic thing that everyone lived in, it would be like water right now. Everyone lives in this gigantic building built by government. Okay, but the reason real estate's funded the way it is. It's because we're spread out. Well, that's what we want to do with water. So let's fund it like real estate. Okay. Let's, let's list it like Amazon. Let's connect the money to the project. And, and look, it, it didn't start out with this kind of clean line that we've, we've developed now. But what excites me about this is I speak to people who are inquiring about, you know, hey, why you, got, you guys look good lately? What's going on? And I tell them what we're doing and I'm getting a lot of those ahas. I'm getting a lot of prospective investors and partners saying, why didn't anybody think of this before? Maybe it's because nobody had to. Maybe it's because people found their niche in the water business and they operated, but we've stepped outside that now and doing what we're doing. We've always said we want to solve the water problem in the world. You can't do that unless you do it at every point of discharge. Not every point of discharge can, can, can afford it. But by making everything a short-term rental, Every 99% of the points of discharge can afford first month, last month in security, regardless, okay? That means there's 100 million locations around the world right now that can, for the first time potentially, afford to discharge clean water back into the environment, ever. Yeah. So the more- so and, and the beauty, and the beauty of it is, Ken, is that we don't have to do it, right? So right. The, 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 the proof of concept that we're doing is we're doing it ourselves, but then we're going to let people make that money. We're going to back off and then we'll make that little transactional toll. And that toll model is going to enable us to make sure this quality, scale it up, we'll create, create country partners. It's going to be a fascinating process as we go forward. And I'm literally, you and I are trying to just literally encompass the scope of this thing. Right. Oh my gosh. It's so a pleasant, It's a pleasant <laughs> problem when you can't wrap your head around it, yeah. you know? Exactly. Uh, I think the key component here is the fact that it is practical. Lots of fabulous, very lofty ideas are very impractical. People want to say, what's in it for me? There has to be a give. It all starts with the capital, right? So the investors get rewarded immediately for funding the projects. You know, the rewards are terrific, right? 15, 20% yields, owner owner of the property, and all of the accelerated accelerated potential tax benefits. The Water treatment companies are going to get very well rewarded because they're going to be able to sell something almost immediately that used to take, I mean, it's not uncommon rigs for all of us in the business to have to wait a year to get paid. Yeah. You know, we're going to shorten the sales cycle to weeks, not months, weeks. And lastly, obviously the end user benefits because, well, they can afford to do something that they've needed to do for decades and now can for the first time do this. So, We've basically given every side of the equation what they want out of it, and, re- and, and we've figured out a way to reward it. And that's, 
again, that's what a marketplace is all about. Well, excellent. And what we're not going to get into, obviously, is that you have got a very interesting formula by which investors accredited or unaccredited, we've got right. both, can come <laughs> in, help us do this seed round, literally, right. do, do, they're participating in this seed round. They're being, you, just, you can be Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Right. <laughs> you right. can be Ashton Kutcher. Right. Right. And we will also give you a financial incentive to participate as an investor in a water project. So Origin Clear is going to receive your money, which will do that quote unquote series A that we're talking about here, get us developing it. And in return, we'll actually going to gift you with a certain percentage of the investment you're going to make. You don't have to, but it's there and a certain percentage of people are going to jump on it. Now, what I think I'm seeing here is you know something is good when it's relatively easy, when you're not dying, right? Because we have carried that stone up the mountain for so long. And now, oh my gosh, you've got investors coming in. Yeah. We're like, hey, I like this. And right. you've got water projects coming in. And I'll talk about the hog farm deal in a bit. I've got a slide on that. These deals are coming together very, very nicely. It's, it's a beautiful thing. While I'm talking, by the way, I saw a chat come through. We have another IRA holding company, Stratus Trust, which is ready to go and take investments. So we have two now. And here's what's great is remember, you can, because of COVID, you can pull $100,000 out of your IRA or any portion, 5,000, whatever, and take three years to put it back. That's a beautiful thing. Remember that. And you'll be able to talk to Devin and you'll be able to talk to Ken about using your IRA. Very smart. So thank you, Grant Brandon, for making it happen on the Stratus Trust. And I expect next week to do a little interview with an IRA representative about this. So without further ado, I'm going to move beyond this little fantasy slide because it really is a fantasy slide. And I am going to come back to... Where are we at with Investor Water now? Several things are going on. First of all, we've been modeling what the investor gets. And we think that over five years, the investor will get, we think about 100%. But then that doubles with accelerated depreciation, which means that the investor pays for the actual cost of the, of the machine, depreciates it on the spot. And then at the end of five years, sells it back to us for a penny. Okay, now we have Investor Water has an asset. The investor got out of it with a 200% return, we think, and very safe because we managed everything. Then all the management fees are built in and the support and so forth. And, and doesn't need the machine anymore because took the depreciation on it. And now Origin Clear, i.e. Investor Water, has an asset. And we could grow assets like crazy. Now, remember, it's not always investor water. We want to back off and let the water companies get that. For example, our friends at Edge in Atlanta, they're a wonderful company. They also do modular systems. We admire them very much. And they're doing extremely well, but they're not, they're not growing 1,000%. Why? Because they're in the same funding capital trap as everyone else. So let's say they, get, they do one of these things. Well, they'll get the machine back. So the asset returns to whoever's playing. All right, we're the proof of concept. We've got three proof of concept projects. One of them is Pool Preserver. You saw a video a couple of weeks ago, those of you who saw it, 
that showed this machine that purifies pools. I'm not going to get into it, but we are almost done with the entirety of the process from investment. In this case, Origin Clear invested. We used we used your money to invest in this project to get things started. I've completed it. It's all done, and I'll be able to describe it in full detail soon. Secondly, the mobile home park project with uh, what I call the bobber or the bio buoy. We're talking to investors. Feel free to talk to Ken about investing in that. It's, again, not an expensive project. I think it's under $50,000 investment, and you get this wonderful secured rent roll, basically. You're a landlord without being stuck with something, because if the guy doesn't pay, guess what? You take it back. It's not like uh, being a landlord for a home where these people are really screwed. And finally, we're working with a major uh, origin clear investor on a hog farm project in Wisconsin. So those are going very, very well. Now, marketing in the works. We've got the website, which I'm working on personally, and we are uh, setting up the pool preserver first announcement. More to come. What's in the future? Well, not everyone can come up with 100,000, 50,000, whatever. And also we want to do larger projects. We want to do the million dollar projects. So that means syndication, meaning groups. We're going to go ahead and create partnerships that people can get involved with. So that is going to be kind of like the phase 1A, right? The phase one marketplace is going to be a very simple, it'll probably look like eBay, it'll look very simple. We're not going to go crazy with this thing, but we're going to start listing water companies on one side, investors on, and then investors will be able to go come in like that diagram I showed you. And we want to do that pretty soon. Keep it simple. Uh, Tom Marchesello, our chief operating officer, has been marvelous with the planning of the marketplace, the financial modeling, doing the pull preserver deal, an unbelievable amount of, of detail. We've learned a lot from it and we're very grateful. And he and Dan Early are going to be working on all the logistics while Ken and I work on funding and marketing. So that's the, that's the situation with Investor Water. I'm going to finish with a slide about how to contact us, which uh, Devin's been doing in the chat as well. Just type in www.oc.go/schedule and you will get a meeting automatically you will, you will be Ken's boss. You will tell him you want to meet or just go ahead and, and email um, invest at, which gets to me too through via Devon. And don't forget to register for next week because we will have more tangible progress. Here's our promise to you. And that is that we are going to keep you in the loop the whole time. It's obvious the world is starting to, to hear about this problem. Like, like we're no longer the tree that falls in the forest and nobody notices. It's obvious. What we're going to do is continue to keep you informed. On the one hand, our basic business, when there's winds like that embassy one, I'll let you know, but we don't expect that to boom. And on the other hand is the investor water project, which is this amazing marketplace. So that's, that's our commitment to you. Really, really, really talk to, Ken, because he's going to lay out the financial strategy that is going to not only enable you to benefit potentially like Ashton Kutcher, but also get current liquidity. Remember, Ashton Kutcher didn't pull his money out even now, right? He's probably his money is still tied up. Who knows? But we're a public company. And so there's, you have liquidity in all these offerings. Talk to Ken. He is the VP of business development, very knowledgeable, and he'll be able to show you how you can do it. So remember, he is available on the phone, extension 201. Call him, click that link. And uh, I want to thank you all. Stay safe, everyone. Don't, don't be a stranger. Email us. 
check things out, tell us what we need to know better, <laughs> things we need to know better, okay? Like, you're being too complicated, Riggs. I, I like to hear these things, okay? So Ken, say goodnight, Ken, and- uh, Good night, Ken. <laughs> Thank you all, I appreciate it, guys. Have Thanks. a good evening. Thanks for your time.